What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Nick from Kick Out at Three. Uh, we're about to get to the Snyder Cut, the wonderful, beautiful Justice League Snyder Cut. Before we get into that, there was a WWE pay per view, uh, the final stop to WrestleMania, known as Fastlane, that took place on Sunday. And um, here's the thing about Fastlane it's going to be a really quick review. Um, Fastlane needs to go, it just needs to go. It's one of those filler pay per views that does not matter it was just matches being thrown together because of having matches um the only match that took that actually did character development or actually had a story move along was the return of the fiend with uh the match between alexa bliss and randy orton and that was full of shenanigans um yeah the only fastlane has to go It, it just has to um Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman was canceled. Um, what else? Uh, what else happened? Uh, we don't need Sasha Banks, SmackDown Women's Champion, and Bianca Belair, winner of the Women's Royal Rumble, did not need to be in a tag team. They don't need to be a tag team to build beef with each other. There are two wrestlers in their prime. Let them have a WrestleMania match. Let them have a championship match, and let them just go at it and have their just have their moment. Let them do what they do best. They did not need to lose to Shayna and Nia, the tag, the tag team champions, again. Uh, so that was a waste of time. The match of the pre-show was sick, but Riddle, the, who was the United States champion, and um, Ali. And Riddle really deserves the moment of the night because not only did he defend his title and was successful with it, he ended up breaking up a faction as the rest of Retribution ended up deserting Ali and um, actually jumping him and taking him out. So... Uh, that was very uh, retribution needed to end. That 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 storyline needed to end. That faction needed to end. Medium Dominic Dajakovic, Dio Madden, and um, Shane Thorne all deserve so much better than what they are given. Um, especially Medium. Um, what what else? What else? Biggie and Apollo Cruz. That was a, that match was a teaser. It those two you could tell they were holding back. They're saving what they're really the the big the big match for WrestleMania because you could, I, that was not good at all, especially the scurry finish at the end with the roll-up and like, I hate when a championship match ends with a roll-up. So I felt like that match had the most hype and that was actually had a story to it. But, um, Rollins, Seth Rollins and Nakamura, that was, that was a fun wrestling match. I loved it. I even went back and watched it. Uh, Seth, reminded everybody why he's one of the best in the world shinsei nakamura reminded everyone why he is so lethal um beautiful match wonderful seth rollins defeated uh nakamura with a stomp match was fun fast paced sick moves it was great uh the match of the night though for me was uh drew mcintyre versus sheamus on a no holds bar match these two beat the holy hell out of each other for 20 minutes and that's why i said this it's a damn shame Go back and watch the match if you can on the Peacock Network because WWE Network doesn't exist anymore. Peacock bought it out. Um, go back, find this match, watch it. Just two two men, two big men just beating the piss out of each other. There were kendo sticks, trash cans, chairs going through screens. There was even uh, pyro. Uh, Drew McIntyre threw, Sheamus threw screens and the electrical equipment just sparks everywhere. That was pretty cool. Um, tables the whole all whatever you wherever you're thinking of in a hardcore match this was it for you um daniel bryan taking a roman reigns for universal title with edge as a special guest enforcer 
it was a good match. It was a, it was a pretty good match. Shows why these two are top of the card. But I feel like Edge has been playing third wheel in this feud. All this did was solidify. It's just gonna make it official what we already foresee happening, which is the match at WrestleMania is gonna end up being a triple threat between Roman Reigns, who is a Universal Champion, versus Edge and Daniel Bryan. It's gonna end up being a triple threat. We're not stupid. Uh, we everyone can see this from a mile away, especially with the conclusion Daniel Bryan actually did, accidentally hitting Edge with the chair, and then Edge take Edge hitting Roman and Daniel with the chair. And Roman getting the pin. I mean, the writings on the wall. This is going to end up being a triple threat. So, I mean, whether we like it or not, I hate triple threats at WrestleMania. Championship triple threat matches at WrestleMania. I don't know why. But, I mean, it is what it is. But the highlights really for me was Sheamus and Sheamus and uh, Drew McIntyre, Seth, and Nakamura. So, I, the, the last match, championship match, wasn't bad. It just... We knew we know what's coming. We we know what's coming. And then Fastlane is such a filler pay-per-view. Fastlane needs to go. It just needs to go. It's like that one um you ever watching like an anime or a show on like CW or something like a superhero show or something like that and you're just you sit there for 30 minutes and you're like, "Wow, this did nothing for story, nothing for character development. This is a waste of 30 minutes. I could have been doing something else." That's what it felt like, except in this case, it was three hours. Um, me and the guys felt the same way. Um, this was a it was a filler pay-per-view, so I just gave a filler uh, review on it. So anyways, here's Justice League, the Snyder Cut review. Let's get to it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Kick Out at 3 podcast. Thank y'all for being patient. We're finally getting started with the Snyder Cut review. It's your boy, Nick. This is Mike. This is LaMarcus. And joining us, as always, usually for these movie reviews now, John, we need to get you some kind of, like, badge or a t-shirt or something. <laughs> something, take away your visitor's badge. You got to get a yeah, picture and everything. Yeah, yeah. Make, them a, make them official somehow. Yeah, you you, you got to control the badge. <laughs> <or> <laughs> badge. Take it. We can get rings, like power rings. Anyway. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Anyway, um, before we get started, some quick, quick, quick tidbits here. Um, the actor for Dr. Fate has been announced. Um, it is James Bond, Pierce Brosnan. Well, Marcus, how do you, you just, feel about that? You just dated yourself, Nick. James Pierce Brosnan hasn't been James Bond for 20 years. Yeah, yeah wait. Yeah. Daniel Craig hasn't been James Bond for that long. Uh, when, when, when was, was the last... It was 2004, maybe? No, no, no damn that. Someone look up... When was, when was Die Another Day? Someone look, 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 look When was Die Another Day? I'm looking it up. That's, that's early 2000s. The market should not help it. Yeah, man. It was a it was a while ago. You're not helping. When was it? Uh, let's see. Arguably my least favorite Bond film of his. Easily, easily the worst one. Um, Die Another Day was 2002. Jeez, 19 years that ago. Was oh, that was 2002. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. You see, I'm over here. I was like seven, so. (laughs) 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 Uh, Also, Black Widow gets an official date. It is in, what, what, July now, we're hearing? I think it's like July 9th or something like that. It's going to be in theaters and Disney Plus, the premium Disney Plus. Uh, Yeah, so 
I want to see it in theaters anyway, so I don't know about paying that extra for Disney Plus. Right? Yeah, I might have to. Yeah. I mean, I want to see Taskmaster, so I really, I'm, I'm like, I really want to see Taskmaster. But, That's um, fair. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So about that uh, Fastlane review that you probably just heard, it was a filler pay per view, so I gave it a filler ass review. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, yeah. takeover, the takeover stand and deliver review will be much longer and much more in depth. But that that three hours was something I'm not going to get back. Besides Seamus and McIntyre. But um, yeah, we're going to get to the Snyder cut of Justice League. Kick out at three starts. All right, the Snyder Cut of Justice League came out last Friday on HBO Max. The four-hour epic is the Snyder, Jack's, uh, Zack Snyder's vision of what the movie was intended to be. Uh, okay, wait a minute. Hold on. John, can you explain to everyone why this is such a big deal and why that how this came to be? Um, sure, sure. So, Zack Snyder... Uh, director of uh, 300 and Sucker Punch and Watchmen and other movies that are of variable quality, uh, was hired by Warner Brothers to make three uh, Superman movies, essentially, uh, which ended up being Man of Steel, uh, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and then Justice League. Uh, He was partially through filming slash post-production when personal tragedy struck and apparently his daughter took her own life, which was terrible and totally understandable that he felt the need to step away. So Warner Brothers uh, trying to cover their own ass. They've spent a lot of money. This movie's getting released. So they hired someone who's known for big budget superhero team-up movies. Of course, you're going to go with Joss Whedon if he's available. Joss Whedon felt the need to refilm the majority of the movie and cut a four-hour movie down to two hours to make it a single movie so that the studio could get as much money back as possible. In doing so, he cut the heart of the movie out and replaced it with silly dad jokes, which uh, mostly miss, some of them hit... But uh, shortly after that, I'm, I don't recall who started it, but the hashtag uh, release the Snyder Cut started and really snowballed. And over the course of, what was it, two years, three years, we just kept hearing about this. And then when HBO Max dropped, they're like, oh, yeah, we're giving you the Snyder Cut. And here we are. So I think it was Jason Momoa that's, it was just one random video. He was like, release the fucking Snyder Cut. Yeah, because they all saw the original versions and they read the original script. They knew what it was and they saw what they ended up getting released. So, Tragic. But I heard that Josh Whedon didn't like the movie. Yeah, that's what I hear too. Uh, I don't know if it's true. It's just I've I have trouble finding any interviews with him talking about the Justice League movie, which is I find very suspect. I find it and I, funny because I was like, I only I've only heard a few of like the actors 
and their their whole journey with the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Ray Fisher did though. Didn't he's Josh Whedon like didn't he do like Avengers, the first Avengers movie? Yeah. He did yeah. the first Avengers, he did Avengers Age of Ultron as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which say what you will about that. We're not going there. We're not doing it. We're not going there. No. We're not, we're not, we're not doing it. Um, but anywho, um, I and said if that doesn't clarify. I'm sorry, but that doesn't clarify. We're going to say this: one got forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. The other one got seventy three. Yep. So far, so far, and it's already it hit like one point. Five million hits in like the first several hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard more than that. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I heard it was one point five in the first five minutes. That's what I. That's what I read. Oh, I think I that's what I'm. Yeah, I heard the same thing. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay. But um, I got to watch. I watched it that night. I came home from work. I I actually got a shout out to my stimulus. I got a new uh, TV. And my wife was like, let me get this straight. You got a 65-inch 4K TV to watch a four-hour movie that we saw in 2017. Yeah. You put that statement to good use. <laughs> How else would we watch it? And then, then the movie starts in this freaking instant 4-3 format. I was like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> you so know what? Like, I really actually like the format. I thought it was yeah, great. I got used to it. I, I got used the to the widescreen format. version, but I got used to it. I was used I to it after like the first 10 minutes, but I was like, are you serious? <laughs> Bro, weak. <laughs> so weak. And you know, once the movie starts, you zone out. You're not going to pay attention to the two bars in between, yeah. the, you know? So, yeah. yeah, unless you're actually looking for it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, how'd y'all watch it? Did y'all sit through the whole thing or did you watch it in bits? Or, Mike, how'd you, how'd you watch it? Listen, I tried to watch it. <laughs> That I think it was Friday, and I ran into a series of unfortunate events. Not so unfortunate, but it was just a lot of side quests. And I ended up trying to watch it at work and at home, and it just <laughs> it didn't do it. It didn't do it for me. So I watched like an hour at home, and then I was like watching twenty minutes on my breaks at work, and I was like, okay, this isn't this. I can't do this to this movie. So I finally just got home and the next day, I think it was Saturday, and I just was like, you know what? I don't care what anybody has to say. It's eight o'clock and I'm gonna watch this movie all the way through. So I kinda I, I think I I think I put my phone on Do Not Disturb and I watched that whole movie <laughs> because I was like that it didn't feel right to watch it in bits and pieces. That's another reason I don't think I'm gonna continue to watch big movies at home. Because there's too many distractions. I'd rather just go in the theater and just sit there for a couple of hours, right. black out the world, and enjoy how it should be. Right. I feel like Lamarcus. So I actually watched the whole thing in one sitting. I think I took like two little 10 minute breaks to use the restroom, get something to drink, then resumed on it. Um, you know, got me some good wings from Wingstop and just sat in front of the TV and really didn't move. Just some sauce of two little bathroom breaks. But um, one whole sitting, four-hour journey, well worth it. I can't say. We sat through. We sat through the whole. We sat through the whole thing. We took breaks here and there, but um, yeah, we we sat. We stayed up, and watched the whole thing. We started at for some dumbass reason. We started at nine. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, and then the last 
think like hour, my wife's like, okay, can we move this to, can we, can we, can we move this to the bedroom? That way when we, when we finish, when it finishes, I can at least fall asleep. And then ironically, <laughs> she missed the last 50 minutes, which was the most important part. <laughs> and she was like, wait, wait wow. so wait, what went on? What, what was different? And I was like, well, I did Steppenwolf for one. Well, what happened? <laughs> well, but I thought he got away in the theatrical. Well, <laughs> you know, I I don't. That's another thing. I don't know if anybody noticed, but the Snyder Cut was rated R. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean f bombs and everything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And the other one was theatrical was PG thirteen. You see some blood in this too. Okay. The R rated version. Uh, John, mm-hmm. how'd you? How'd you watch it, Mr. I had the day off that day? <sighs> okay, so yes, I had the day off. But, uh, okay, so I'll just tell you. I started that this movie at 8 o'clock in the morning because I could not sleep because I knew it was coming out because I have been ra- waiting my entire life for this movie, this version of this movie to come out. Uh, all, all you people have been for years saying that you grew up on the Avengers and oh, Marvel's the best. Motherfucker, I lived through the death of Superman. I grew up. The first comic I ever bought was Man of Steel number 18, the first appearance of Doomsday. That's, that's where I started. So I've been living for this for almost 30 years now. <laughs> so yeah, I woke up at 8 o'clock in the morning, watched it all in one sitting. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I started. I was like, I think I started. I was like at seven or eight p.m. I think it was eight. Yeah, it was over by like almost eleven ish, almost twelve ish. Yeah, with no, the breaks I took. When the credits rolled and everything, I was like, it is twelve fifty. Let me take my ass. Yeah. See, I I think that was my first problem too when I tried to watch it because I was doing that dumb, you know, that dumbass thing we do where it's like. Well, if I start at this time and it's four hours, I'll go to bed at this time. So, <laughs> so and each hour or thirty fingers. minutes, I was like, "Oh, just add it to it." So I was like, "You know what?" <laughs> before okay, before we actually get down to breaking down the movie, let me ask y'all this: Would the four-hour format would that have worked in theaters? Mike. Honestly, I, you go ahead, Mike. Please, I honestly I feel like. If you're a true comic fan, if you're really into this, like you, you're not a casual watcher, you're gonna sit through this. Cause like, what was it, Avengers Endgame? That was almost what three hours or that was, was three, three hours? hours? No, that was three hours. It don't feel, it don't feel like it though. That was three hours exactly. Like I was just watching it before we got on the call, and I'm almost halfway through it. So I'm like, if you're a true fan, you were gonna sit through the four hours and not even blink. Mm-hmm. I know I would have. Marcus. Um, I'm okay with the four hour. I could have sat through that in theaters for it. Um, but I don't think they could have released that in theaters. I think they could have broken that. If it would have went to theaters, it would have got broken down to two parts for sure. First half and the second half later down the line. You know, that'll probably get more people more you know, excited for it as it was. So I mean I'm okay with it and we got it at least. So and then we got it all the whole four hours. They didn't break it down in chapters neither. Like the rumor we thought we were gonna get on HBO Max, they were gonna break it down week by week. But when we found out it was a whole four hour, then I'll take it. John, no, I, I agree. I don't think it would have survived in theaters as a four hour movie. But at the same point, I don't see where they could have split it because there's no 
there's no big rise to action uh, halfway through. There's no place that they can cut it in half. So, but I, I, I had no problem watching it all in one sitting. It was fucking, it was an easy, it, it flowed better than the theatrical version that we got. It really did. Cause when yeah. it didn't feel like four hours, it yes. just, it just, I think cause how the story was told and how each, like the, the attention to detail of each member of the league yes. was just so done right this time around. And um, because, okay, if you've seen the theatrical version, be, we're be, I'm being honest here. Cyborg got the short end of the stick, definitely. So, oh, yeah. And so did, oh, so yeah. did the Flash. And yep. definitely the Flash, especially the final battle, definitely the Flash. Flash definitely went from Flash. saving Flash. I'm not, I don't want jumping ahead, but Flash went from saving a family to saving the world. So, and ended up being like the big, one of the big key components in the final battle. So, um, Cyborg definitely got the soul, like, was b- better in this movie. He was actually the heart and soul of of the team, really. Um, I, I thought Ray, Ray Fisher was very, very happy because I was like, I'd be pissed too. Well, we know why Ray Fisher's pissed. We really yeah. are actually pissed. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, he's pissed in the actual movie himself, you yeah. know? <laughs> so, I mean, we know why he's pissed, but I mean, yeah. that's, a that's a different story. But, um, yeah, I loved it. Um, I, I love how Batman didn't get his ass kicked for two hours. Um, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Can you talk about Wonder Woman for a sec? Wonder Woman yeah. gave no fucks in this movie. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> yeah. Gold. She did not care. She was. She, she was buzzing heads. She was decapitating oh. folks. Um, the, the Sonic Boom it. thing with her bracelets and the hat just flowed at the beginning. I was like, well, they're dead. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you were a human. Yeah, you didn't have to kill them, you know? <laughs> My wife was like, damn, she had to kill <laughs> Damn. And an, another thing about this Snyder cut, the snake changed the whole soundtrack throughout the whole movie. Too. I see. I yes. yes. That was like, soundtrack, bro. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, Shout god. out to Junkie XL. What's up? There we go. That's the first bro. thing I know. Like the soundtrack is much different. So yeah. Music. And I was like, is the score completely different? Like, I mean, it's like yeah. No, it's completely different. different. Yeah. Because I was yeah. like, these these tracks are different i mean they the, the wonder with the tradition like the wonder woman theme that was kind of there but not really oh, yeah. so the uh, theatrical version the music was done by danny elfman who did the music for the original batman series right like the tim burton batman series right the oh, Zack snyder version was uh junkie xl it was a a dutch you know dj essentially he works a lot with hans zimmer and uh, it's so much better. Oh my god, it's yeah. so it much better. Feel. Yeah, yes. the same feel. It, it was so good that I downloaded the song from the flash scene. Yes, I downloaded that song. Yes, I can't remember it, but it was glorious when I heard all, it. I was like, also, the, the song that's playing at the very end when spoiler alert, Martian Manhunter flies away. Yes, John, that's the same <sighs> song. John, that's the same song I've been playing. Uh, War, the War Hammer, War. I forget the name of the song, but I would play that song over and over and over. So. It is so freaking good. So, but uh, see, I knew that. I was, I thought so. I was like, this guy is this a different score? Yeah. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I, that's what I said. I was sitting there. I was like, "Shout out to this soundtrack." What? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it works, and I'll take it. But yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. So Wonder Woman just gave no fucks, really. Um, Aquaman. I thought oh. they gave Aquaman more love too about why he's with um. They gave him a reason to be there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not nothing random. <laughs> so I was like. Okay, Aquaman's here. Uh, sure. Sure. Why not? But, okay. <laughs> yes, I mean, since he exists in this time, so I mean. But I was like, oh, we actually have a reason. There are reasons to why things are happening in this movie. And, yes. Um, like, uh, another thing, The Flash. Why would that scene with Idris, oh, with Idris cut out? I still can't figure that out. I don't know. <laughs> That to me, that's that, that, that was, was dope. that was his, the the best part, really, to me. I love that scene. Like that scene was dope to me, and so, but because uh, you don't, I feel like in the theatrical version, you don't see what Flash. John, you you know for sure, but we all know what Flash is. We we watched the Justice League animated series. We know what Flash is truly capable of. Capable. Yeah. So, but I, he was done right. Everyone was done right. This movie, and, and even Superman, even though he was. Pretty much at the very end, so but uh, with the black suit, but we'll get we'll get to that. And um, Batman, <laughs> Batman, Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck is the perfect balance of a good Bruce Wayne and a good Batman. Yes. Oh my God, I was gonna say the same thing. So yes, because I thought that Christian Bale was a great Bruce Wayne. I thought he was an okay Batman. I agree. Agree. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought George Clooney was the best. Neither. Um, <laughs> you like his bat nipples. You what, like his bat nipples. What about Val Kilmer then? Val, Val, no, Val Kilmer was actually a pretty good Batman. He was a good Batman. Yeah, he's a good but, Batman. I, yeah, but, uh, Bruce, he made the same face throughout the whole movie. Think about it. You just think about it. He had the same face. Like, where was his facial expression? Bruce Wayne doesn't look like that twenty four seven. And then Michael, and then Michael Keaton, we we bowed him out. My uh. He, he, he yeah. He's a man. He, 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 He's a man. But um, I mean, it, <sighs> hey, he made Batman. He made Batman look real. Batman yeah. looked at aliens. Was like, okay, I guess we're gonna fight. Let's go and just roll out. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And then they didn't like in the theatrical version in the final battle. They were like trying to save him. He got overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and they were like, okay, well, Wonder Woman sent us to. To help you, but it was all a team. Batman did his thing. Like this is how Batman would fight aliens. Exactly. Batman would be throwing hands at aliens. He'd be using his gadgets and and the rifle, like the alien rifles and stuff like that. So, and then yeah, it's a it, it it was it was good, and I really liked how they took away the mustache CGI for Superman. <laughs> I could never tell the little difference in the theatrical for some odd reason. I tried to point it out, and like people say, I can't tell. Marcus, it's agree- it's egregious in the opening scene. Marcus, I know, but I missing. still can't figure it out. Like, it's, I don't see nothing. His top lip is missing. I just told you, his top lip is missing. I, <laughs> I don't know. As many times I don't watch the theatrical, I still can't catch on to it. Maybe I'm just slow. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I the character attention to detail with the characters was amazing. And um what I also liked was we got backstory on the damn mother boxes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's what, that was another thing. People kept complaining about it being so long. I was like, well, that's that's because he's doing it right because he's actually telling everything that needs to be told without being like, ah, yada, yada, yada. This is how we're going to get. To-. No, that doesn't work here. Yeah. <laughs> Having the mother boxes appear in random paintings behind Aquaman does not work, it turns out. Need <laughs> <laughs> more story behind that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I was like, where the mother... Okay, answer me this. Where the mother boxes... I didn't go back and watch the uh, Josh Whedon version uh, before I started this because I just... That's six hours of movie that I wasn't going to put myself through. Were the mother boxes different colors in the theatrical version? I don't think so. Like no. No, they were all... But, the same. but the color scheme in the theatrical to the Zack Snyder's was different. Yeah, it was weirdly filtered. Yeah. Okay, I was just making sure... But um, I just like the battle with the. They showed the battle for the mother boxes, like the battle before with the Green Lantern and the gods and Zeus, whoever Zeus was. That scene, that that was he was. Yes, <laughs> it definitely had that three hundred feel to yeah. it. Yes. <laughs> but um, and I was like, oh shit, it's a Green Lantern. Um. And Brie was like, well, "Why?" My, my wife was like, "Why didn't we see Dark Side?" And you're, you're you're gonna be there. There's gonna be a lot of questions you're gonna be asking, and <laughs> why Dark Side wasn't in theatrical? I don't know. Even though we you hear his name several no times, so but um, that that battle was amazing with the Amazons and the Atlanteans and just. That, that that was great and watching dark side get his ass whipped like that it was it was pretty cool mm-hmm. but um what y'all think of that that because that scene wasn't in the theatrical at all what y'all think wait are, are you talking about the lord of the rings battle yes <laughs> <laughs> it was in it was in the theatrical but it wasn't dark side it was steppenwolf and yeah. it was very abbreviated i was, I was like i don't remember it being that long yeah, yeah, it was there, but it, they made it so much better. Yeah, I, they, like, I, I barely remember that scene in the too. theatrical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it, it, it was um, uh, Hippolyta, uh, Wonder Woman's mother. I believe it was her right. retelling the story, whereas in the Snyder Cut, it's Wonder Woman right. telling yeah. the story. So it makes so much more sense, and it's it's it. A little bit longer, and then we actually see what happens to the Green Lantern, and mm-hmm. and and it, because it's Dark Side, it makes more sense as opposed to Steppenwolf, in which he's just a big crybaby, whatever. God, Mike, what you think of that the, the, the battle scene? I think it was dope. Like I said, I, I got excited when I saw Green Lantern. I got excited when I saw the Atlanteans before they went under, which was like, okay, that's how it's supposed to be. Um, I mean, even seeing Darkseid, seeing him get his ass whooped, that was, I mean, it, all in all, it was perfect. It was, it made it where it was like, okay, there's a reason to come back. These, are, This is why the mother boxes are here to start with. You know, and that goes back to him telling the story of like why and how we're getting to where we're getting to. So it's just it all made sense, which it should have all made sense the first time. But I mean, 
Pretty much. Lamarcus. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Y'all said everything I was going to say. Uh, like I said, Dark Side got his ass kicked, you know, within like five minutes, making it pretty easy. <laughs> and they halted it onto the little mothership and they, you know, they went away. But mm-hmm. it was cool. But, um, so, John, I'm going to ask you this because this has been on my mind. I've been wanting to ask you this. Please. <laughs> what do you think of the redesign of Steppenwolf? Um, infinitely better. So much better. Uh, I thought the theatrical version made him look too cartoonish, whereas the Snyder Cut version made him look more menacing. If that makes on the on the on the theatrical, he didn't have as much of like the armor and the plates didn't move and all that, right? Yeah, right. No. I like I like okay, how armor moved and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, it had like that, that purple look to it too. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. But uh, he looked menacing until uh, the side was like, so uh, you got them 50,000 worlds for me? <laughs> that was my problem. I was like, man, if you don't quit calling him, he's, he's like, I got a box. Hey, the side, I got a box. He's like, okay, you got two more. Go, what are you, why are you calling me? Hey, he got to report. You know, make, make sure he's doing progress. He got to report that. You know? No, the side, the side was like, get off my phone. Go get my phone. <laughs> Call me when you're done. I was like, no, this is some Devo shit right here. Like, yeah. <laughs> for, for every badass, there's some motherfucker telling him he ain't shit. <laughs> And I was like, okay. I was like, I don't think Zack Snyder did this on purpose, but I'm feeling for Steppenwolf. Like, this hey, is oh, scared. That's why I gotta check in. You know, make sure you're doing something. No, all he wanted to do was come home. That's all he wanted. <laughs> yeah, he's been sleeping on the couch. He's just trying to get back into that bed. <laughs> but for fifty thousand worlds, what what kind of, what what kind of promise did you make that you owed fifty thousand? <laughs> And then he did that side bargain. He was like, it's here. The anti-life equation. So, yeah. I found this. He's like, okay, do you know where it is? Well, no. Then why the fuck are you calling me? <laughs> Yo, he just, he's like one of them bosses that kiss, you know, kisses ass to his boss all the time. So he's trying to make him prove to get an upper management position just about maybe. But bro, what, but what promise did you make that you owed 50,000 worlds? What promise did you make? Like, well, that's that's the uh, that's the entry fee to becoming one of the new gods. It's it's a whole storyline with Jack Kirby and the the fourth world. It's ridiculous. Because I was like, jeez, man. But um, Seven Wolf definitely was a much much better in the Zack Snyder cut. So, but yes, um, in Dark Side, we finally got to see a live ver like live. Dark side. So, but, uh, Air quotes. Yeah. I thought Dark side was dope. We even got to see the Omega beams in Atlantis. I went crazy. I, I marked yeah. out for that. I fell out my chair straight up. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, Dark side, that was, that was, I love Dark side. That was like, why wasn't he in this? Like, I just kept saying it over and over. Like, He's such an integral part of the story. Like he's the big, the, the big boss. So, but Lamar, what do you think of Dark Side? Very menacing and scary looking. I like how they made him look. Um, 
you know, I like how he looked. He, he looked design, designs looked well and everything. Uh, they didn't make him cartoonish. His um, voice was, who does his voice? Do y'all know? Because you know, he sounds was, familiar, but I'm uh, like, I, I was just looking at that. Yeah, he sounds familiar, but I couldn't just break it down and see who it was. But I wish we got like, I wish we would have got more of Dark Side, but from what we got, I really enjoyed the little screen time he had. So I'll take it. So go with it. Mike. Um, I thought it was it was dope to see him the first time around coming to Earth. Like like when we were talking about the when they was fighting to initially trying to take over Earth with against the Atlanteans and everything. Now he was younger. So you can see he was like, okay, I'm trying to conquer my worlds and all that stuff. But then fast forward to seeing him again later, he's got his armor on. Looks like he's been through some things, like he's more seasoned. So now he's like, okay, I'm back trying to reclaim, you know, the one planet I lost. So I thought that was dope, like developmental wise. So you see him one way, then you see him, you know, get harder. <laughs> False. <laughs> False. <laughs> But yeah, I, I think I think that was dope. I, again, like Lamarcus said, I wish there would have been more scenes with him in it. But I, I mean, for what it was, it was fantastic. John. Uh, okay, so for the record, uh, Dark Side was voiced by Ray Porter. He's a uh, voice actor mostly. Okay. Yeah, he did a lot of work on Teen Titans Go. It looks like. Oh, cool! Well, they did a good job with him. Yeah, yeah, he was oh so good. Uh, I thought. Dark Side was done justice for an introduction. I would have liked to see him do a lot more, but uh, seeing the Omega Beams was enough for me for this movie. Facts. Yeah. Uh, I, like I said, I fell out my chair. <laughs> Dark Side's amazing, and uh, they really did his character design justice. I Honestly, I thought he would have been bigger, like taller, but it was fine. I didn't have any More problems. Like a Thanos size. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, same. I thought he was gonna be like ten feet tall. And like, right. I mean, I got kind of a Thanos vibe from Dark Side a little bit in certain spots in the movie. Which, which the two characters are meant to kind of mirror one another, and yeah, they did a really good job of not making me think of Thanos while watching this movie. So, yeah. good job on that. Okay, so. The final battle. <laughs> I am so glad they did away with the red tent, tent bullshit. Tent yes. dome. Uh, tent yes, dome. Whatever that was. It was terrible. What have I been saying this whole time? Fight scenes that filmed in the dark or at night are terrible. Or in the rain, I'm sorry. No, no, or, you, shitty, shitty CGI that's how you cover it. up shitty CGI. Yeah. Right? Exactly. <laughs> it was so much red. You can, I couldn't, I don't know. It was terrible. Yeah. Am I the it's only one that actually likes the theatrical cut for what it was? I guess so. You, you know what? Okay, so I, I watched the theatrical cut right before they released the Snyder cut, and it's an enjoyable movie on its, its own. It's, it's enjoyable because it's it's fast paced. You know, my kids like watching it. They're it's not going to sit through that four hour movie like this. It's not trash. So, no one is saying okay. I'm one of the few that it's not trash. The the Josh Wheaton version to me is not trash. It's actually a pretty decent superhero flick. I think it's fun. Right, but. Knowing what we got, knowing now what yeah. we know, 
yeah. After seeing I'll, what we I'll saw, I'll definitely take this one. Yeah. And, yeah. and you and you and you know what they say: knowing's half the battle. <laughs> so, but um, I thought the final battle was amazing, um, especially with um, Batman bringing everybody together, doing what needs to be done, and then the Batmobile. The Bat, I thought the Batmobile scene was sick. Each mm-hmm. member had some had a moment and had something to do. Yes. Uh-huh. And so, um, but also, black suit Superman. Finally. Yes. Yeah. Because so, um, when he, when he's walking through the fortress and he's the suits are coming out and uh, okay here's a random Easter egg one of the first suits you see and it's only for like a sec it's the it's this white and gold one mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. I was like hey what's that go back to that wait go back to that <laughs> hey. but um. Do you know what that is, Nick? No, I have no idea. I was hoping you would interrupt it just, me and say it. It just looked good. That is a that is a callback to uh what is his name? Uh Superman's dad. Jorel. Jorel from the original Superman movie. Oh yeah, that's right. That's the suit they were wearing. They were wearing all white with gold outline. Oh. Yeah, that's when it was that. Marvin Brando. How about yeah, that? Yeah, never they, you know, if you ever go back and watch, I don't I forgot which movie it was, but it's one of the animated movies where he's in that uh white when the, I forgot was it like a another version of Krypton or something like that or before I, it blew up. I, I believe it's the Bottle City of Candor you're talking about. I think when yeah, when but, Brainiac miniaturizes Candor to save it from the explosion, yada yada yada. <laughs> yes, yes, that's the one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they were living there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know if you. Uh, yeah, that might, that might just be a me and you j- j- moment, John. Yeah, that's too deep for Nick. And oh, yeah, <laughs> no, I know what you. Yeah. I know. I know what you're talking. Yeah. talking. We're coming back up from the. We're coming back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just letting y'all nerd out. I, I knew. It. I was like, okay, I knew what you were talking about to an extent with Brainiac or the drunken world and everything like that. I knew what y'all were talking about to a certain extent, and then y'all didn't take an exit. Y'all just kept staying on the road. No, man. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> because we, we, you know how you're falling behind somebody and they're always going too fucking fast. Yeah. That was us. We saw y'all, so we got to slow it down. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Black Suit Superman, apparently, Zack Snyder wanted him to have, wanted Henry Cavill to have a mullet, but Warner Brothers said no. Yeah, I yes. heard, they heard about that. Mm-hmm. So. Do you know why? <laughs> because Warner Brothers said no. <laughs> <laughs> Why did Warner Brothers say no? In the comic, in the comics, uh, during the return of Superman storyline, he comes back with some weird dad '90s mullet, and it makes I, no sense. I know and they that, never why explain they it. No? Why they say no? They said no because it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> it's a mullet. Nick. Yeah. <laughs> it, really looks like, it looks like uh, Uncle Jesse from Family or from uh, Full House. Rate this five, five stars. Hey, um, that was that was a perfect mullet though back in the day. <laughs> back in the day, in 2020, it is not. <laughs> it's not the move. <laughs> Man, that could have been cool if they would have 
the soul glow and everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Bro, right behind the trails are coming to America. Bro, <laughs> do, you, do you know how awesome that would have been with the Zack Snyder slow-mo and everything and the mullet just blowing? With the mullet just flowing in the wind? <laughs> the Zack Snyder slow motion? Because how many slow motion moments were in this thing? There were so many, but imagine the slow motion part where he flew above the earth and he just... His uh, his cape flew out. Imagine his mullet would have did the same. Right. <laughs> they said most of this movie was ten percent slow motion or something like that. I read. Yeah, this movie would have been two and a half hours long without any slow mo. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They said they used a lot of slow mos. Took up ten percent of the film. Hell, I mean, I'm not surprised. Most of the slow mo was in the final battle. So, yeah. Um, but um, mm-hmm. Superman gave Steppenwolf the the the, the business and. <laughs> So disrespectful, like I said oh, before. So not disrespectful. Not impressed. Then he just sitting there just beating them while everybody's trying to do what they're supposed to do. Like, are you done? You done? Superman is going to keep us beating this man while he's down like this. I thought that part was funny. I was Full like, mount position. Yeah. Just <laughs> you can just hear Joe Rogan in the back. He's hurt. He's hurt. He's already dead. <laughs> He's like, full, please, I'm a full mount. And like, Superman is just laying in hammer fists. And I'm like, just ground and pound. I was like, bro, okay. But then they pan to another scene and you can still hear the punches. And I was like, okay, how long is he about to beat this man? Like, the dude just blew wind and broke his whole sword axe. So I'm like, this is so disrespectful right here. Oh, God. But, um, and in the theatrical version, I felt like Steppenwolf was just completely outclassing the rest of the league. But mm-hmm. Aquaman hailed his own. Wonder Woman hailed her own. Especially yeah, Wonder Woman definitely pretty much hailed her own. Twice. Um, like, yeah, twice. Um, I, I I thought the final battle was very, very good. Um, especially with the mother boxes and Cyborg having his moment the where he, the mother boxes, the mother boxes were like actually like beings and were trying to like corrupt him and like the vision that he like the the inside of vision that he had with the three yes. mother boxes and yes yes i, I thought that Superman scene really- is cradling uh lois lane's corpse and doomsday's like there there you'll be fine yes yeah i thought that scene cool. was very very dope and i was like whoa okay so what the hell was that and so i'm like lois you get, you get the hit right there about what the the nightmare seemed like lois lane is a very important yeah it's component, obviously. It's in it's injustice. Yeah. It's the same storyline. And then speaking of injustice, it felt like the whole movie, like I was like, I was watching one long cutscene from Injustice. Like Hey, I'll take it though. And so I mean, I, mean <laughs> I love Injustice One. I love I love Injustice Two, the storyline for Injustice Two, definitely. But, yes. I mean, Lois Lane getting killed is pretty much what That's the catalyst. Yeah, that that's pretty yeah. much what started it all. So Yeah. But yeah. um I thought the final. I thought the final battle was well done, um, especially with because my wife was like, "Okay, so hey, what all did I miss with the final battle?" So Steppenwolf, right? Superman, <laughs> Superman used the heat vision to tear a horn off, right? After just spraying down fists, he beat, fist he on beat him. the I mean, brakes off him and the armor at the same time, right? I mean, like, I'm like Superman right. pretty much beat him like he owed him money. Well, he owed fifty thousand worlds, but anyway. Um, he just bullied that man. <laughs> and then Aquaman, and here's where it takes a turn for the worst. Like, okay, it's just random. 
Aquaman appeals with a trident, Superman gets him again, yeah. and Wonder Woman, out of all people, decapitates him. And then as the body goes through the portal, Darkseid, the head lands at Darkseid's foot, and Darkseid just steps on it. And then you see the light go out of Steppenwolf's eyes. That's the end. Then, yes. And then the stare down between all six members of the League, which I thought that was such a dope shot, all six members of the League, but the stare down at Darkseid, I was like, let's let's fucking go, do it. Yeah, all you gotta do is step through the portal. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, I was like, step through the portal, swing. Come on, let's do it. Dark side, and did you see who is with him? Granny, uh, Granny, uh, Granny. Granny. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I was like, oh, there's Granny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Where's Big Barda? Where the fuck is Big Barda? I didn't see her. She's not in it. Sorry, Nick. No, no, no. Uh, Wait, she isn't. Wishful thinking for a sequel. Well, I'll take this. Hey, she definitely wasn't. No, no, I was like, I know who that it. is. Huh? Yeah, well, I saw that white hair as soon as it opened. I was like, ha, it's Grandy. <laughs> what the fuck is she doing here? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and then the, the seeds, here comes the, the seeds hating ass. I told you, Stephen. I told you. <laughs> I'm like, stop being messy. <laughs> I'm like, like, he's dead. Like, dead. He's dead. what you say? I'm like, stop being messy. Like, I told you. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> yeah. I like Side I said, would... there's always some motherfucker talking shit behind it. Exactly. <laughs> I thought Dark Side would have been like uh, Craig's dad for Friday. You had told me shit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I thought. The, but I thought the final bat, final battle was how it was done at night without the red tent, black suit Superman, everyone doing their thing. Um, which brings me to my probably my favorite part of the movie, the Flash. At the final battle, instead of saving a family, this random Russian family who had no part of the story whatsoever, and then you don't, Flash just doesn't do anything the rest of the movie. He actually ends up saving the world, really turning back time. And um, Mike, what did, what all did Barry say? Which part? When he, uh, oh, he, he turned around and he said, you got to break the rule, Barry. You got to do it. It's just one rule. You got to break it. You got to break it right now. And he turns and he turn, takes out running and he rewinds time. And it was glorious and magnificent. They call it the Speed Force, right? Or something like that? Speed Force, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So I was like, they showed how powerful the Flash really is in this. And I thought that was so dope. And that part, I was like, this was well done. Like I'm not gonna tear up, but this is well done. <laughs> oh, I teared up. I, I got misty. <laughs> yeah, same. That was beautiful. And the, like I said, like I praise the soundtrack in that little part too when he used the speed force, the soundtrack, and you know, makes it more emotional. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, so I don't think it. he just running through parademons and then green goop gets on him and he's like, oh, yeah, and step yeah. Little, step a little bitch slap, bitch uh, backhands him and then. Yeah, for the rest of the movie, and I was just like, "Man, that's weak." But um, this this was this was dope. Did you did anybody see? I don't know if this was a director indirect dig at Josh Whedon, but there was a scene where all the heroes are in a slow mo shot, and you can see each one of them kind of like they did on Age of Ultron. Yeah, (laughs) I was like. Oh, like the battle finally started just about. Oh, it was like Batman is Batmobile, and then it was Diana flying, and it was I was like, it was it all correct. Fuck you, yeah. It was, that's exactly what it was. 
I was like, wait a minute. Because I, I thought, like, what? I've seen this before. <laughs> well, you got to get a good shot of everybody in battle. But but you had a good shot of everybody at the end where they're just standing there in slow motion what felt like five minutes. Yes, just man, he didn't need to put that scene in, but it was hilarious. Yeah. It was, I feel like it was a either direct or indirect dig at Josh Whedon because it was glorious. <sighs> Mike, um, what you think of the final um, battle? Who, me? Yeah. Yes, me. Couldn't be. Uh, I thought it was great. It was fantastic. I mean, again, um, the breakdown of the plan made sense. So even if you weren't a comic fan, you can follow what is going on. So you can say, okay, they're trying to get all three mother boxes, put them together to make unity, to make this planet just like Apocalypse. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, here's the anti-life equation. If he gets this, he can basically control everybody so it's like okay that makes sense we have to make sure that doesn't happen and again that's that was something that was like a backstory not a backstory but it was an afterthought in the in the theatrical version so it made them actually want to fight harder in my opinion because it was like okay if these three boxes link up we're all gonna die the the stakes are kind of high this time (laughs) so i mean shout out to them for the slow-mo scene with barry at the end um, giving Batman his flowers because he used that grappling hook so much more and I loved it every time he used it. I was like, yes, yes, go again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I was like, it's Batman. Like, show him some love. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. We already talked about how, I don't think, we, only, we don't have to talk about Stephen getting his ass with no more because we already said that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he really got his ass worked like the last, like that, for like 10 minutes or so. Worked out. I was like, damn. But yeah, all in all, it was, it was a great scene. It's, it's what you would want from a final battle scene. Mm-hmm. And it was lengthy, too. Very exactly. lengthy. It's pretty much the final act, right? Yeah, yeah. the final yeah. act. Cyborg's mm-hmm. trying to work on the mother, bo- mother boxes while everybody else trying to do their part, you know, do their thing. So I'll take it. John? I mean, what else is there to say? <laughs> the final battle was it was so much better. It's ridiculous how much better it was than the theatrical version. Yeah. Just by adding more stakes to it that's, and changing the tint of the shots. For me. <laughs> it makes no sense. But it's like, so much better. And I was like, how, how, much, how better was this battle just by changing the tint? Just by changing... It, was it so makes a much lot, better. It makes a lot of difference. Yeah. So. You, can, you can see what was going on. <laughs> right? And it hides the crappier CG. It's perfect. <laughs> but, um, but, oh, quick thing back to Cyborg. I really liked how his dad, like, they, they were showing, like, his dad explained to him what all he's capable of and, like, um, the whole scene at the ATM and, uh, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was great. Yeah, so it, I really like the detail when they show the cyborg. Like, what you see, what every hero is really capable of. In this. They're yeah. like gods. Like they, yeah. like, and they're supposed to. They weren't toned down at all. Uh, so I, I thought it was really, really, really well they, done. They, they basically condensed Cyborg's solo movie into that scene. That's and what so I was just about to it's say. It's perfect. He was supposed to get a solo yeah. movie, but it never happened. Yeah. So they Maybe. had to give him justice some type of way, and it worked. 
And and now that we're going, it was one more thing I want to say about the final battle, like the lead up to it. And when Batman was trying to get in and he fired the first missile, was like, I don't think it's going to work. He said, nah. She's got to knock a little harder. It's <laughs> great. It's great. He's flew around. We just got to knock a little harder. Oh, oh. oh my God. So yeah. what, are we, what are we about to do? We about to drop a nuke here? Or like, what are, what are we fired off with 40 missiles. How, He's how like, oh, we can get this done. How are you carrying so many explosives on a plane? Um, That's why he needed the cargo ship up and running. Okay, true. With, with, with Cyborg <laughs> fixed for... <laughs> what all the... John, what Easter eggs did you catch? Because you said you still caught a few. I, I did. I really wasn't looking for any. I mean, I saw one, but that's that's fair. A lot of them were super subtle, but there was there was one that was very big and very in everyone's face. And I don't know if anyone caught it. Mike might have caught it. Mike, do you know who Ryan Choi is? I know he is. Yeah, Ryan Choi is the Atom. Oh, see, I yeah. didn't know the Atom. Okay, so yeah. Ryan Choi yeah. is the name of uh, Vic Silas. Uh, sorry, sorry, Silas Stone's lab assistant. assistant. Oh, so he did it when he said, "It's all yours." There yes. it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. So that's opening up to sequels, obviously. This movie is literal, littered with so many sequel p- potentials. So, I said the same thing. And I heard that Warner Brothers is not going to move forward with, you know, without doing a sequel or, you know, what they, what Zack Snyder intentionally wanted to do. Yeah. yeah Which sucks. This completes, and it's sad. This completes uh, is that the Snyder this verse. Is the, this, this is it. But then I've read that Harry Cavill is reaching out to Warner Brothers like, no, you got to give me like a, a, a series, a mini series, a, a mother movie or something. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm, you can't have a Wonder Woman and a Shazam movie and an Aquaman movie in the same universe, but we're getting another Batman movie that has nothing to do with that. And mm-hmm. a Black Adam movie, which we don't even know if that's going to be, going to be part of what though they're doing. Yeah. With a Superman, with a Superman reboot, and being greenlit as we speak, and watch a, out, y'all gonna end up liking it too much. <laughs> and a Green Lantern series that is being in the talks for HBO. So, if it's not gonna be the Green Lantern series that follow the animated series, it's not gonna, it's not gonna even be worth making. But he's gonna say DC needs like DC needs a. I want us not like a Black Panther, but they need to pull the trigger on. You have to do John John Stewart. You have to. It has to be John Stewart. Yeah, you have mm-hmm. to. So I don't yeah. got you, you got to. That is literally everyone's favorite Green Lantern. You have to do it. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So uh, it makes no sense. But uh, I'll you don't your Kilowog on there though. Yeah. That? I said it would be doping your Kilowog, one of the, from the Green Lantern Corps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, I'm a fan of Guy Gardner personally, but that's just because he, yeah. he was the Green Lantern when I started getting into comics. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> he's not bad. Uh, yeah, he's an asshole, and everyone knows it. <laughs> I kind of like him. <laughs> One Easter egg I caught was um, when at the end where Bruce told Clark, uh, well, Clark was like, how'd you get the house, how'd you get the farm back? And Bruce goes, 
uh, I bought the bank. And, bought the bank. Uh, Bruce says, oh, congratulations, by the way. And in the actual version, Lois is, Lois is walking in with Clark's mom, and uh, she's carrying a box or something. I don't know. But in Snyder version, she's carrying a bassinet. So which brings back to the whole in the drawer thing where you see a pregnancy test. So you just, Mm-mm. hmm? Mm-mm. What? No, you're right. You're right. But I don't agree with it. Uh, <laughs> so you don't, think, you don't think she's pregnant? I don't think Superman can get her pregnant without killing her. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. All I'm saying is Superman blows a load like a shotgun out of his her back. How do I cut the break? How do I cut the break? Hey, maybe they just have some kryptonite as kryptonite candles. That might set the mood. <laughs> no, but that would kill him. Yeah. We're gonna take it. We low break. levels of kryptonite, but he doesn't die. Go. <laughs> or red crib tonight. There you go. Get that there angry go. sex yeah, going on. So towards the end of the movie, um, Bruce Wayne has a dream or a nightmare. That's a nightmare with a K. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> hey, you do not like this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so this is an extended scene or continuation of the vision that Bruce had in Batman v Superman, where Superman gets Superman pretty much is turns to the dark side and uh, pun intended, and um, <laughs> takes over just wow. takes over the planet. So, uh, but we get more context in this. So, you. Like I said, I think it's more of an alternate ending. We really didn't necessarily need it, but they had to throw it in there, and it's okay. Make it a little bit longer, I guess. But do you feel like this kid? Do you feel like this somehow connected with um, uh, Cyborg's vision or whatever? Or do you think it was yeah. intended to? Or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, directly linked. Okay, because mm-hmm. um, and then if you went back to what is that Batman v Superman where he. Uh, Bruce the dream telling, sequence, yeah. Bruce was I actually telling, like that one. I like that one, too. Bruce was telling uh, Diana, I was sitting right here, and Barry was like, he just kept saying, Lois Lane is the key. And, well, Lois Lane is dead, because we get we finally get Jared Leto's Joker, and he was telling Bruce, like, telling Batman, you let her die. You don't have the, how many times or how many timelines that we have to go through where you don't have the cojones to die yourself. Which, which is an kinda, awesome reference. Really an, yeah, yeah. So I just thought the dialogue. I was just like, my, I didn't. I don't think I blinked during their dialogue. Just them two. Just their dialogue. And then the fun fact: them two weren't even on the set at the same time. So, wow. like, apparently, apparently, Leto filmed his part months ago because. Affleck Ben was already done, but like he had a prior engagement or something like because of COVID, and so Jared Leto was off on a I think he was on the other side of the country or something like that. But they they got it done. I mean, I, I thought it was fantastic. I like how this Joker looks like. He didn't like the Joker in the Suicide Squad. I did not like how Joker looked on the Suicide Squad at all. I didn't like the That's tattoos. Fair. I didn't like the teeth. 
the I just he he looked like someone's badass little kid. I just did not. <laughs> I, I like Leto with the long. I like him with the long hair though. In this I, I like him with the long hair too. And the, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that was blood on his mouth or whatever, but it I, was more blood. Yeah, it was blood. So, um, yeah. So uh, then Deathstroke and um, Cyborg Mara. Mara um, That's it. Uh, the Flash with the armor okay. and everything that was dope and Batman. Yo, we we didn't even talk about Mara. Oh, hang on now. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. This movie we... finally used Mara's powers how they should be used when she's fighting fucking Steppenwolf and she tries to leech the water out of his face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing! Yeah. E- even in the comics, they don't do that. That's amazing. Sorry. Continue with your point. Okay. I really thought we were going to go on an Amber Heard rant. Um, <laughs> ooh, that was like the opposite of the direction I thought you were going to take. Um, nope. But what I thought was dope was the truce card and uh mm-hmm. What did he say? If you rip it, like if you keep this card as a truce, you rip it, I'll tell you exactly why you sent a uh, boy to do a man's boy, job. Man's job. Yeah, that's what we talk about Robin, right? Mm-hmm. Talk about Jason yeah. Todd. Yeah, yeah. Jason Todd. Like, how many times he gonna throw that shit in his face? Hey, he gotta do something. <laughs> so, um, then Superman finds him, eyes glow red, everybody shitting their pants, and then Bruce Wayne wakes up. Um, <laughs> I, I, I loved it. I love that scene. I really love the scene, the dialogue between um uh, between Batman and Joker. Um, an Easter egg that I was t- told by a coworker was that um, in Cyborg's vision, I believe, the card was ripped. So the truth was perfect. So he did rip the card. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. So. Um, so, like, so some people think the nightmare scene was unnecessary. Some people didn't care for it. Some people just think that was the best part of the movie. While I don't think that was the best part of the movie, I thought that was very interesting. Like there was another direction that, like John said, this movie had so much sequel seeds in it. Like there's so many different films that could have been, that could have been spawned just from this. There is, there's a film that could be spawned from this that this scene here. So, but uh, I was just glad that the Batman, Ben Affleck's Batman, Gerald Joker was able to share a screen. That's all I really wanted. And so I, I, I got it. So I liked the scene. Well, I didn't think that was the best part of the movie. I I was happy with what I saw. So, but um, yeah, Mike, thoughts? Uh, Yeah, I thought it was, it was dope. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it would have been better as a preview to a sequel, like you said, because there was just, I'm not saying it was unnecessary, but it was an extra 20 minutes of the movie that, I mean, we could have done without, but I mean, I'm glad we got it. It was like an extra little piece. It's like when they give you, when you go to like Jack in a Box or something, no, no, we're going to use something better. When you go somewhere like, I don't know. Where's somewhere they give you something free that you wasn't expecting? <laughs> you look in the bag like, oh, thank oh, you. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those moments. A bonus. It's like when you go to churches and you get an extra biscuit? Hell yeah. Um, I mean, that's happened to me enough times to where I'm okay with that. 
<laughs> oh, you go to Cane's to get extra sauce or something. on top. Yeah, the church's biscuit. Really yeah, I was like, yeah. wait, Mike. Well, I was like, mate, wait, Mike, what do you have against church? I, I, I think you're thinking of Popeyes. I was like, that's the one that's going to choke you to death. Right. Uh, <laughs> you got to have a gallon of water. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I guess I will stick to that analogy. When you get when you go to like Jack in the Box, you're like, oh, I just want regular fries, and they drop a couple curly fries in that bitch. It was like one of those moments, and I was like, yeah, okay. So that's the best analogy I got for it. <laughs> okay, I like the nightmare scene. I really did, but I can't agree. We didn't necessarily need it though, but because. When I thought the movie was about to end, I was like, wait, where's the nightmare scene? Then the nightmare scene started. Then after that ended, I'm like, okay, I liked it. I really enjoyed it. But like y'all say, we necessarily didn't need it, but I really, I want to see how it was going to play out. Because the nightmare scene has always been my favorite scene, like even from Batman v Superman. I want to see how they were going to do it in this one. And yeah, it's cool. John? Um, okay, so the nightmare scene, while I didn't love it, I, I also didn't hate it. I thought it was really interesting. I appreciate seeing Jared Leto's Joker getting some sort of reprieve after the debacle of Suicide Squad. Um, I found him very interesting. I liked the d- dynamic of finally seeing them talk and not just throw punches at each other. Um, but it I don't like it because I know that we're never going to get that movie. It's not going to go anywhere. Exactly. It's exactly. That's why I'm like, just cut it out. Don't fucking cocktails me like that. <laughs> 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 don't blow on it if you're not going to lick it. <laughs> Please rate this five stars. Um, sorry, sorry, guys. But also, uh, I, I really like the idea of there being another version of the Justice League because that shows that the Justice League evolves. Because there was no Wonder Woman, there was no Aquaman. We had Mara, we had Deathstroke, who was never in any movie before this. And so, I really like the character, the actor who plays Deathstroke. He's perfect to play Slade Wilson. Amazing casting. They need to make that movie regardless of whatever. But uh, ultimately, I, I feel uh, I'm never going to see that movie, and I'm really sad. Not to cut you off, but uh, apparently Zack Snyder's solo Batman flick, Ben Affleck and Zack Snyder wanted to have it like Arkham yeah. Origins with... Mm-hmm. Batman it was going to be Slade versus Batman, yeah. So Ooh, the, I like that. That was the plan. but That's but, not happening now. Apparently now, <laughs> Affleck is out, Cavill's out, and Fisher are out. Yep. So. Well, now we got, you know, Robert Pattinson to look forward to, to see what he brings to the table in future movies. Yeah, and of course they're going to have a new Joker, and we're going to have to deal with that. Hey, that too. Valid point, but... We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> but it's going to be someone random. Like It, it probably yeah. is. It's going to be Tom Hardy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, y'all praise Tom Hardy. Get him in. <laughs> John, John, I, I just want this on the record on the podcast. If Tom Hardy is a Joker in a future Robert Pattinson Batman movie, I owe you a steak dinner. Okay, okay. I'll take it. 
two years later. Ain't this a bad bitch? <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go to Rue Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's expensive. Was so good. Like, you gotta, you gotta put some stipulations behind that nigga. You like, yeah, man, how back is the limit? Maybe sixty, bro. I'm gonna take this two for twenty at Chili's. Um, <laughs> Hey, if it's a free meal, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then we can't, we can't, we can't finish talking about the movie. Like, we can't talk about the movie without talking about Martian Manhunter. Man, oh man, uh, the whole scene with Lois uh, talking to uh, Clark's mom and Clark's mom leaving, and oh, just transforming to the Martian Manhunter. I was like. I yelled, I didn't care if my kid was asleep or not. Oh, shit! Like, I was yeah. so hype seeing Martian Manhunter. Yeah. So. That was the first iteration I've seen of him on screen that looked that good. It was perfect to how he looks. Because yeah. the one on Supergirl is God. garbage. It's trash. Gar- <laughs> I'll say it. Garbage. Just, I'll say it. He's my second favorite member of the Justice League. He's garbage. Hey. He looks like shit. <laughs> it it <laughs> did. So bad. But, but uh, he's like, I've been, it's time to start fighting for, start fighting for the world. And he's telling Bruce, uh, the dark side's not done with y'all. He's going to come back for the anti-life equation. We need to be ready. And then Bruce looking like he really just wants to go back to bed. Like, all right, man. Yeah, whatever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the dude just had a nightmare, you know? <laughs> You can't be bothering nobody like that. And right he now. wakes up to an alien on his balcony. Yeah, that, that is. That. <laughs> I really be bugging that body. What is my life? <laughs> y'all need to start giving. Y'all need to start giving Iron Man and Batman more props. But like, oh, they don't have superpowers. They look at aliens and bad guys and be like, "Fucking run it, let's go." <laughs> like, come on, interacting with an alien. Yeah, I'll be stripping out too. Yeah. So, but I thought it was dope. I. I I, th- I thought it was pretty. That was pretty much. I mean, we saw Green Lantern. We saw Martian Manhunter. I mean, I, I, I was happy, especially I mean, how he looked. Can, can we talk about how the Martian Manhunter is also General Swanwick? Yeah, and how he was in Man of Steel, and there was an invading army, and he was like, "I'll let Superman deal with this. <laughs> it's fine." <laughs> Oh, he's dying. That's oh, fine. <laughs> I was like, so I, was like I, I sat down and thought about it. I was like, wait, let me get this straight. So he wasn't, he didn't do anything for Zod. He didn't do anything for um, Doomsday. Doomsday. And he didn't do anything for Steppenwolf and Darkseid. But yeah, he didn't. Man. He didn't want to blow his cover, Nick. But yeah, what is this a stakeout? This is the longest stakeout ever. Like what? What was coming? Yeah all, yeah, all these years of a stakeout, you just don't want to reveal yourself, right? <laughs> but um, but next time Dark Side comes back, I got you. <laughs> I got this one. Like uh, uh, Bruce, but Bruce Wayne. I I, I was like, I know that wasn't supposed to be funny, but it was funny. Like, okay, yeah, sure, bro. Can I go back to sleep? That's what he really looked like. Like I didn't have breakfast yet, and there's aliens on my fucking balcony. Yeah, he was basically like, "Yeah, I'll see you around." You know, while he flies away. But, um, so, Snyder cut, and that's what tripped up. Or how is he going to call him if he does come back? 
If he just yeah. flew away. He didn't take his number. He didn't find him on Facebook or. He's Marsh Manhunter. He doesn't need a phone. He's <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll find you when he needs you. Yeah, I was like, yeah. well, when you find him, it's yeah, he'll always find you when it's too late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And isn't he a telepath anyway? Yeah, he's a telepath. All right. Man, telepath. Um, Justice League Snyder Cut. We've been waiting for this since 2017. I thought this was, and this is a bold statement. This is the best DC movie that I've seen so far. And this is coming Whoa. from someone. Hold on. This is coming from someone who loved Man of Steel. I bought Man of Steel on Blu-ray. I didn't even have a Blu-ray player at the time. <laughs> wow. I didn't have my PS4 for another. You can ask John, because John was I was living with John when this happened. He was like, How are we gonna watch this? This dumbass. John was like, hey, how, are we watching? how are we gonna watch this? And I was like, Don't worry about it right now. Let's just appreciate Zack Snyder for all he's done for this. Uh, I applaud him for this, and I will gladly take this. Um, He had to redeem himself, you know. He had to redeem redeem himself at all. He had to redeem redeem the movie. Yeah, the movie itself, that's all I was going to say. The movie itself. Because like I say, I like the theatrical cut too, but this was so much better in depth in storytelling and what what we really wanted. So, yeah. But um, yeah, I thought it was dope, Mike. Yeah, same. I'm actually um, in kind of agreement with you. It's one of my favorite DC films. So I mean, and that's coming from a guy again. Like everybody, I've said on this podcast a hundred times, I don't rewatch a lot of things. I would re I would rewatch this. Like I said before, we got on the call. I'm watching Endgame right now. Like <laughs> just cause. Mm-hmm. But, this would be a part of the collection that I would just rewatch just because. People are actually throwing away, like they're showing, putting up pictures. I thought about it. They're I have it on pictures DVD. of them breaking. Don't, don't throw y'all's copies away. <laughs> are we even getting this on Blu-ray? This, it's uh, thrown away in my mind. No, we're not getting it in any way, shape, or form. It's only digital. Oh, I would love as, that. Of, as of right now. Yeah, I would like to add this to the collection. Yeah, yeah I was about to say because the other one in my mind is already dead, so. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It had, like I said, I'm a huge, I'm a huge comics present person. I love everything superhero. I grew up on that stuff, going to the comic store all the time as a kid. So to see him take care of a superhero franchise like this, it really made me be like, that's how it should have been done. So the other one, I, I, I hate every second of it now. Sorry, I just. No, it's nothing personal against Josh Whedon. It's nothing personal like that. But like I said, when when you do a comic book franchise right, you you're gonna alert the people and be like, okay, that's how it's supposed to be done. That's why everybody always goes crazy for Marvel films because nine times out of ten they get it right. It's it was done, it done very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John, oh, I agree. Uh, this is. I don't know if I would say it's my favorite DC movie. Uh, Dark Knight is still up there, uh, but oh yeah, 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 Dark Knight, yeah, my bad. Yeah, no, 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 that was last. You made your choice. That was last. That was last. Okay, this this is one of the best DC movies that I've seen in the past ten years, easily, and. 
it's up there with the Avengers movies. Like it's probably better than the first Avenger and okay. definitely better, better than age of Ultron. I don't know if it's better than uh, Endgame or infinity war. Those are uh, amazing movies in their own right. But there are so many things that happened right in this movie. So many things that were done correctly that needed to be done that way in order to tell the story that needed to be told and not Josh Whedon trying to make a Marvel version of a DC product. And so I'm very, very happy with this. I agree with Marcus. I would love to buy this on Blu-ray. Honestly, get it in 4K. Hell yeah, I'd rock that shit. Yeah. So yeah, there's me. Someone, someone said it. Someone actually said what I was thinking. I, I would, I think this was better than the as a first team up movie would also be here team up for the first time. I would put this over Avengers one. Hmm. It's it's up there. It it definitely has a better villain than Avengers one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So no, nah, but uh, Age of Ultron is always a touchy subject because I feel like. Age of Ultron is like that one painting in the museum. Either you think it's good or you just hate it. You know, I rewatched. I, I rewatched it last week, and I, I still don't love it. Yeah, I'm fifty fifty <laughs> on Age of Ultron. I'm fifty fifty, but maybe I just really just pay attention to it. But it just it didn't catch me like the first Avengers compared to that one or Infinity War or Endgame. That's my least yeah. favorite out the Avengers. Yeah. And I, I feel like how um, how John, you were saying he Josh uh, Josh Whedon just made a DC version of a Marvel a Marvel movie D- version of a DC movie. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah, because at the end of the day, when you really go back and you look, they're pretty much almost the same thing. Where it's like, okay, this is the villain, this is what we're gonna do, and and it's kind of vaguely explained mm-hmm. as opposed to Zack Snyder's cut is it's everything is laid out for even the casual viewer. So you don't have to turn to your homegirl or your home who hasn't watched any movies and be like, okay, so this is Stephen Wolf. Stephen Wolf is, he's a sidekick for Dark Side. It's really his bitch. So basically, this is what you don't have to do that. Yeah. It's all laid out for you. And you, you don't have to worry about, hey, what are those three boxes they're trying to collect? Okay, those are the mother boxes. So the mother boxes, they can create boom tubes. You don't have to do this in yeah. this version. So it makes so much more sense to me. I'm so happy that you use the term boom tubes. They never use that in the movie. They never really used it. It kind of it kind of disappointed me a little bit. It's fine. It's unimportant. So because every time they open up, they're ooh boom tube. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So just the least Snyder cut out of ten. I was really happy. With, I was really happy with the end product. I, I'm, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it an eight. Eight and a half. I, the only reason it's not gonna get a nine or higher. I didn't see Hal Jordan nor John Stewart. If I would have saw either one of them, easily would have given it a nine. I give it a nine. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I, I was giving it a nine anyway. I mean, I feel like if that would have, they would have gave me either Hal Jordan or John Stewart, that would have made it a ten because that would have been literally if they would have gave me that or if they would have gave me some version of well, wait, no, Hawk Girl, then wasn't it? Wasn't there? No. Uh-uh. See, now that would have really made it a ten. No Hawkman, no Hawk Girl. Yeah. That would have that would have made it a ten easily, but mm-hmm. without those other elements, I'll, I'll still give it a nine because it was still a great movie. Yeah, I agree. I, I'd go with a nine as well. No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely, I will rewatch this movie again for sure. Oh yeah, me too. Somebody, a coworker of mine, said, "Hey, how hard would you have like 
gone berserk if you just saw Lobo at the end credits. I would have lost my mind. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to get a solo movie of that eventually, you think? Or no. No. I'm not going to do it. If they didn't want to put a mother on Superman, why would they give her a whole movie with a mother? <laughs> hey, you never know how DC is so random with their movies, so you never know what they expect from them sometimes. Right. That would be a dope movie, though, if they had to, had a way to do it. If it's who, done who, justice and right, yeah. Who would you have play Lobo? Yeah. Give me, give me some time. I might send it in the group chat if I I'll, think maybe. I'll give you a hint. His name is Vin Diesel. No. Yes. Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> Mike, if you think about it, with his voice, that's the only guy who could do it. Yeah. He can do the voice, but he can't play him. He <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't play a tree either, so. <laughs> That's a review on Justice League Snyder Cut. Uh, please follow us on social media. On Facebook, it is Kick Out at 3, number 3. Instagram, it is Kick Out at 3. And uh, Twitter is Kick underscore 3. 3 spelled out. Anyways, this is your boy, Nick. This is Mike. This is Lamarcus. This is John. Thank y'all for watching. Also, next time I kick out at three, we have a tournament bracket that has just oh. been created. And um, March is almost over, so we had to do a little March, have a little fun with March Madness. This is gonna make a lot of people mad. Next time I kick out a at three, the Usher bracket. Thank oh. y'all, and uh, see you next time. Confessions part two.